Hello, kapla, and welcome everyone to our fan cast. We're a Star Wars boy, a Star Trek girl, and a sci-fi wingnut talk about the new Star Trek series, Strange New Worlds. We are super excited to geek out, talk about the new show, so let's bring in the intro music and get going. Welcome everybody, Captain Bubbles, who cannot remember the name of this episode. Uh, that's fitting, because this episode was about memory, and Core Self is uh, Season 2, Episode 4 <laughs> of Strange New World. I'm going to always use the, the excuse of brain injury. <laughs> yeah, she'll, she'll, anytime you remind Shannon of something, she just freaking spaced. She'll go, stroke victim! And they hey, point to her noggin. You're never going to be able to, to dispute it. So, <laughs> but the uh, the name of this episode was "Among the Lotus Eaters," and this was a ensemble one that an ensemble episode that uh, Shannon has been waiting for because uh, this is our first ensemble episode. Yeah. Really, it's our first one for the season. So. I was hoping it'd be a little bit more action, but I still like it. I mean, it was a good episode, and it you'll get you're seeing the doctor out more often, which is something you didn't. I'm see. liking his character more. I I like it way better than the first season. Yeah, he was so. kind of a well, wuss first season. They gave him an internal conflict to deal with. Yeah, he he is capable of violence, yet he's also a doctor. Yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to figure that out, Abega. <laughs> I like <laughs> Dirty and Benga better than I do like like uh, uh, worried peaceful, about peaceful, soulful, and Benga. Yeah, like peaceful and soulful and Benga is is not the way I want to go. I want my like I like my doctors handling phasers. Thank you. That's better. I don't need like inner chapel. Yeah. Battlefield medic is what you're looking for. Yes, that is very good. You know, like he's he's gonna he's gonna be able to do all those things and still be cool. I'm perfectly fine with that. I like that Mel's gonna stay on a little bit longer, apparently. Gotta have my Captain Battelle. My why Nona. <laughs> well he did try to break up with her at first. Yeah, yeah, she she apparently took him back at the end though, didn't she? Well, well wouldn't you? If there's gonna be a a dude who who you would take who you would give a second chance, Pike is probably it. First of all, I was thinking the other way around. I would grovel to her. Yes, yes, I would beg. <laughs> please stay. You look great in leather pants. I just I happen to know that. Just please, it's fine. Whiskey soaked and reckless. There you go. Wine on there. Yeah. Yeah. I. What's my favorite line of hers? I don't half ass it. I aff it. Or no, ass and a half it. I ass and half it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't ass and half it. I don't half-ass it. Whatever, I can't remember. I, I have it on it. sticker, but it was a great line at the moment. <laughs> There's uh, So she's still going to be at least around doing her reoccurring character. I love the fact that uh, we get a little bit. See, and, and we didn't get any Erica backstory. All we got is is Erica being Erica. Which is and, cool. I, and I think that's all you're going to get. I think this is the most Erica we're going to get of Erica. So you both have said, we'll see. Well... Uh, I do. I did like when they they kind of boiled the episode down to uh, you are you can't change who you are, but you can't remember what you are, you know. So that made no sense. Well, no. And Benga is a doctor. He must help people. It doesn't really matter that he that can't, you remember can't remember all his training. what you are. He is a a healer. I'm pretty sure I would be in the middle of all that, but still do security. Yeah, you'd be Lon. I'm telling you, you'd be well, Lon. No. Not only that, but the only memory anybody kept was the memory of emotion. Right. So Spock was crippled. <laughs> yeah, Spock was less than useless. Uh, and Erica's a pilot. At her core, that's what she is. You can't strip away, you know, the, the radiation couldn't strip away what, what they were. Yeah. yeah, just who they were uh, with their emotions and all their baggage and all that kind of thing. And and that's really the thing of it. Erica is a pilot, and Benga is a doctor. Uh, Pike is a leader. That's La'an just. Laon is security. Laon is a red shirt. That is just what's happening. Of the best kind, though. Well, no, Laon's there is there to protect people. Yeah, so when what, somebody else started getting attacked, yeah. 
And she when protected. When somebody else got, started getting attacked, she stepped in. Yeah, she got cut for it, but she's a protector. Just what she is. She can't change that. People Me too. can't change what they are. And that's uh, that was kind of I mean it wasn't heavily fisted or anything like that, but it was pretty well. So, okay, done. so maybe I misunderstood. What was causing the memory loss? The, the, the radiation in the rocks the, from the meteor. Uh, the, Meteorite. the planet, yeah, okay. the the meteor. Well, I guess I think it's uh, technically it's a meteor before it hits the planet, and after it gets in the atmosphere, it's a meteorite. But uh, the rock, the rock that hit the planet caused radiation, and the radiation made people <laughs> forget. So what are. is it? She did. It looked like she like did a Riker maneuver there, where she yeah, she slingshot. She slingshot it. Yeah, she. Slingshot I'm gonna it. I'm gonna forever call that the Riker maneuver for those of you who watch Picard. So we slingshot a rock. Didn't see that yep. one coming. Yep. She she created a meteor cannon just like in the last Starfighter. Uh it's uh and now like they don't know where that, that rock's going. They have no idea. It's just gonna hit another planet eventually. It's but like, like bowling. <laughs> like cosmic yeah, but by the bowling. Time it, but by the time it makes it to another planet, all of them and their ancestors will all be dead. I'm good with that. That's fine. That's a that's a good Star Trek solution. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> leave, leave it not just to the next generation, but to the next federation. Yeah, it's fine. You know, like they're all gonna go with the the purge anyway, and just you know. It's I, I like how the computer like gave Erica running lights of how to get to her quarters. She was the only one asking the questions. <laughs> I fly the ship. I mean, we're all gonna die. Follow the yellow brick road. Yeah, you fly the ship. Where's home? They, everyone should say that home, home when they get the in the transporter. Well, well, yeah, but n- none of the rest of them had gotten into the turbo lift. Therefore, none of them had asked any questions, and therefore, none of them had uh, had the computer respond to them. Therefore, none of them knew that it would. Yeah, no, that's true. Unless you said the word computer, which happens at our house every once in a while. <laughs> we'll be talking about so we have the little Amazon Echo Dot. It's the only smart device in the house other than phones. And we changed the name from. From Alexis to computer. Yeah, Alexa to computer. Because we're a Star Trek house, you know? So anytime I'm watching Star Trek loud enough, if anybody says computer, it'll try to answer. We have to change its name, if nothing else, just to make sure that the commercials don't buy things for you. Do you know that you can tell the computer to (laughs) raise shields, and it will, which it'll set the alarm on in your house, which if you don't know how to get that off, I would not recommend it. You can also tell it to fire torpedoes, and it'll make the sound. And my favorite one was it to um, self-destruct. Self-destruct. It'll start the self-destruct the sequence, and it'll say, "Okay, but you but you gotta save us at the end with the what did it say?" Uh, you have to stop it at the last dramatically. At the dramatically last at the end. Yeah, it's at awesome. The last second, and then now now see if I set up all the claymores outside my house though that could be fun. I wouldn't recommend that either. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but I like it when the computer talks to That me. probably violates the Amazon user service agreement. I'm just saying. You know, like <laughs> wiring Alexa up to Claymores. Uh, it's, did, did, did I not send you the picture of the garden gnome holding the Claymore? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think you oh. missed that one. What have you been doing, Jake? <laughs> well, no, it was a garden gnome with a Claymore. So I'm sitting there thinking well, that would be perfect for the front of my house. Ray Shields. <laughs> More no, like, no, no, self-destruct. Yeah, that's self-destruct. Yeah, Fire, I was going to say, more like self-destruct. That's that's showering bits of the neighborhood. With what was the neighbors. other one that does? Oh, firing um, photon. Photon torpedoes. Which were, yeah. You, you can fire phasers. You can beam up, and yeah. she'll tell you, I don't know where we're going, but okay, and then she'll run the sound. Should, the self-destruct. The self-destruct, and then there's and another shield. one. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they do it for Star Wars, too, but... I haven't tried it. Have you? Well, I, the, no. though I don't do it because it's loud and it's abrupt and it scares the shit out of you, but I do have R2-D2 as a ringtone on my phone. <laughs> it's the only time. It's the, you're right. It's the only um, smart device we have because when you ask political questions and whoever the computer wants to answer for will we'll ignore you for the other ones. <laughs> You'll say something, I, I love so-and-so, and, and it'll ignore you if it isn't like your questions. <laughs> Like, that's fine, bitch. I'll unplug you. <laughs> I, I, I laughed. Dad laughed. The Alexa laughed. Uh, we shot the Alexa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I I don't know. This one, uh, this whole episode was, was 
well written, but I and it's classic Star Trek, right? Like, pose the question: What makes you you? And is it your memories? Is it your emotions? Is it your your internal sense of self? And the answer is, it's all of those things. Like, in order to be whole, you have to have all of it. Uh, even Luke, the the guy who lost his memory and didn't want to remember some of it, you know, and Shannon's like, he's helpful, he did it. Uh, I'm like, no. No, man, I'm right. Well, in this case, it's just he's a helpful dude at heart. Like, at heart, he wants to help people and make sure that everybody gets to do what they need to do. So, the the king, whatever his name was, he was four when he left him behind? Four? I thought he said he was four. I'm like, how would you remember no. that? No, they four? left him four years ago. Oh, four four years. years ago. Must have been in between the time that the guy knocked on the door. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, he, 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 he was a red shirt. Left behind. And then he became a king. As all red shirts should be. And he wasn't really red. He, he was a helmsman. He wore a red shirt. What he was. He was, was, he, he was an ensign left behind on an away mission. Even if he's not wearing a red shirt, he fits Should've the definition got his butt back to of the a ship. red shirt. Well, should have been falling in line. That's why he blamed his all of his problems on Pike. And how do you really get left behind when you can beam up like everyone else can? That's because you can't beam up from that planet. I was going to say, Rigel, yeah, down. they tell you, Rigel Seven, you can't beam up. That was the problem. Or that was one of the problems and the reason they took the shuttle down. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, nice, neat little bow. Uh, This was a very, very formulaic Star Trek story, and I did appreciate that. I think I would appreciate it more if it came in one of the, you know, 22 episode seasons versus a 10 episode season. Yeah, I think I don't it really, was. I, I don't really want this in a 10 episode season. Yeah, we did burn an episode on this. D- okay. It, to me, it was too slow. Sorry. Have you had a fast episode? I haven't yet. Well, you know what? Yes, we have the first episode. First episode was pretty fast. A lot of action. I will grant you that. Uh, I also liked the La'an episode where she went back in time. That was really good. I love that one. That had everything. I didn't didn't dislike this episode. I just wish they wouldn't have wasted one of the ten. Exactly. I don't dislike this episode. I I like it when they're all playing nicely. But but we could have had more. You give me a next generation level season and this episode's great. 100%. but out of my ten episodes, I, g- give me. Don't something waste more. me one. Don't waste it. Yeah, because we're we on four now. Yeah, yeah that was this, that was this four is the fourth episode. Yeah. yeah, you got six more this season. That's it. And of course, we had a writer strike problem right about the time this thing was coming out. So you may not get another season for a little bit. Damn them. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the way it happens. I mean you're going to have to get in there and work everything out and fix stuff and all that kind of thing. Plus Paramount plus is the kind of last in, in line for success of their, their digital platform. So they are, uh, they don't even know if Paramount plus is going to be around in another year or two because it's performing so poorly compared to some of the others. So, well, some, somebody will buy them. You know, I like them better than, than Amazon. I do. I like them better than Amazon. Bite your tongue. No, every time I go to find something on Amazon now, I have to pay for extra for it. I'm already paying for the service. Why do I have to pay extra for the movie? No, thank you. I just like Paramount. If I have to pay for the well, service and then I have to pay for the movie too, a, a, no, thank you. Amazon is doing more of making itself a platform distri- for distributing other people's content than their own. Though they do have some good content of their own. Reachers. As good. an old Jewish guy, I love The Marvelous Miss Maisel. I, I love that one. Fantastic. That's a great yeah, one. If, a good one. If you were raised in a Jewish family, there is an entire extra level of comedy there that, that <laughs> you may not get if you're not Jewish. I don't think I've got past the third season. How many seasons uh, are they, there? They, they, there's four, and, and if the, it's really good up until the third season. After that, it kind of gets a little swell. Maybe it's just in the second all, season all I, I stopped. All I know is that when her father-in-law is upstairs screaming... I won't come down. I'm not wearing any pants. Um, I, I had flashbacks. <laughs> You're like, that's actually <laughs> happened in my household. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I'm, 
I think this was worth <laughs> one of the one of the ten. However, to me, this this season, unlike the last season, like the last season had, I don't know, it had a lot more direction to me than the, even though it was an alien of the week most of the time and, and all that kind of stuff, it seemed like it had a little bit more direction than. We but I can tell you, I loved every episode except one in first season. Was it the singing Spock episode? No, actually, it was the one where they're killing children. Oh yeah, well, that's I the only that. one. I I don't really like musicals to begin with, but I still take that one over the killing the children thing, well, sacrificing well, the kids. We don't we we don't need as much of a I don't want to say character centric, but uh, backstory centric stories anymore. We just kind of need to get on with the story. Right. Right. So I, I mean. Okay, so I like the message that they sent in this episode, but it wasn't it, well, really for me. I, you know, w- once again, I, I actually really did enjoy this episode, but if they're going to be doing episodes of this nature, they really just need to give themselves more episodes. Yeah, and therein lies the problem. Like, you're trying to recreate. Even TOS had many episodes per season. Right. And like, look back. Ten seems like the standard now for all shows. Well, a lot of them. It's kind of the new paradigm just because of the way things work in contractual agreements and how much things are. Uh, Even even major television shows don't necessarily do 22, 24 episodes anymore. So they've all done to this kind of truncated style. Right. And it's. They're trying to replicate something, and they're they're kind of going from the formula that TOS did, which was Alien of the Week, um, Creature of the Week, morality yeah. well, tales, and, they're and definitely, stuff like that. They're definitely cutting in on the nostalgia factor, which which works, which is why I enjoyed the episode. This would have fit in perfectly in Next Generation TOS, any of the any of the series. This would have been an excellent story. It's a it's a good I, I, filler in episode. Yeah, but at the same time, if I'm only going to get ten episodes, I want a story. Yeah, and that's the tough part, right? Like they they've got that part of the formula down. The problem is you give us so few of them that now, like, okay, you're you're left with we're almost halfway through effectively if we have the six, season. Yeah, if we have six episodes left, then we're going to have to start finding an arc here pretty soon. You better get that Gorn ship well, moving. You know, well, like however you it, plan to do that. It's one of the reasons why season two of, of Disco worked out as well as it did, because they managed to meld a monster of the week or alien of the week or planet of the week along with a uh, overarching story. Somewhere along the line, somebody geniusly came up with a reason for them to be going to the planet of the week that would also manage to fit in with the overarching story. Well, not only that, but you had the Red Angel storyline that was like a little bit at a time on every episode. Every well, episode well, that, they discovered that, that, something else. That's what else. I mean. You, you, had the, you had the Red Angel storyline, which was what was dragging them through the season. But it, because the fact that they had to keep going everywhere the Red Angel went, you had your you know, Alien or Planet of the Week. So they, they managed to do that very, very well. I just don't think they're doing it as well here. Right. Just like on Picard Season 3, I mean, you had what turned out to be the Borg, and we all knew it was going to be that way, but you had a storyline that was something that you were working towards every episode. Every episode you'd find out a little bit more of a nugget. Oh, okay. So then you have something to hypothesize about. I, they haven't come up with this yet. So I, I like the story. And, 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 see the, and see, the thing is, is I think Picard had the opposite problem now that I'm thinking about it. Picard would have done well as a three-hour movie. They really didn't need 10 episodes to tell that story, no, and they really could have done something more in but it. But I'm sure glad we got them. Uh, no, no, I, don't get me wrong. I'm happy we got them, but whereas this one is trying to do, um, you know, Monster of the Week when they really should be working on a, a story. And that's what I mean by Discovery Season 2 did very, very well, was melding those two concepts together. I read somewhere that, that they're trying to get Picard to get a new movie. I don't think Picard should come back as a season, as a series, but as a movie. I don't know if they all have it. They got one left in them. That's it. <laughs> They're all, well, I mean, there. The, They're all the, up you, there. Once again, what they ought to do is go ahead and give Titan a movie and 
you know, throw Picard in there somewhere along the line. Yes. Recurring characters. I would like um, them to do a Titan movie where Mariner is on the Titan with Riker. That would be good. (laughs) That would be good. But what what you have there, if you have the Titan... (laughs) Actually, what I I want is a live-action movie on Riker's Titan where Mariner shows up, but at the same time, they're play- Riker is playing the Riker from Lower Decks, not the legitimate Riker. Right. No, that's fair. I like that. I just want something, I, you have a crossover where you can have the Titan crew, then you bring in the TNG crew. I think they already did that. I yeah. think you got all that you're going to get. I'm just saying, if they're going to continue Titan... Bring a little bit of Beverly. Bring a little, little pony or tiny. I, I think you're done. I, I really do. Yeah. I think I, I do too. It. I, I do you're too. not going to get it. I, I understand uh, it. Actually, the, the one thing that we've never seen the that, movie I think talking would, about, though. that I think would have been fun, but I understand why they didn't do it. Have you ever heard uh, Jonathan Franks talk about the fact that he pitched a Riker and Troy sitcom? Yes. Yes. I, I would know. Have what, what happened? That. I, don't, I missed this. What happened? Jonathan Franks at one point in time pitched to Paramount uh, that one of the uh, series that they should have done uh, on the Titan when after he and Troy left the Enterprise was basically the two of them on the Titan, but as a family sitcom. Oh, yeah. And they had like all kinds of hilarity and Sue's plot lines that they were going to do for it. And and they were just they had a ball. I'm sure sitting around drunk around a campfire or around a, a fire and everything like that, swilling down alcohol, just writing stories and stuff, that's where that came from. And the two of them would just cackle wildly whenever they mentioned it. Yeah, they are best friends. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think like his wife and, and Marina Sirtis are, are super good friends as well. as well as well I would imagine. Uh, you know who his wife, his wife is, right? Who? Jonathan Franks? Yeah. Jeannie Francis. Jeannie Francis. Why do I know that name? Now. She, first of all, she played on. Okay, I'm going to date myself here. For any of you that which you won't know this, but any of you out there who's ever watched General Hospital, the soap opera, nope. My mom did nope. religiously. She played the famous Luke and Laura. She was Laura on General Hospital. She's been in many series, many series like North and South. Jeannie Francis, I think it's with the G. He's looking it up right now. There he is, Jeannie Francis. That's his wife. Huh. I did yeah. not know that. See, there's the famous Luke and Laura that none of y'all know. I know. I, I was going to say, I have like, no My mom made me is. watch this stuff religiously when I was a kid. Your mother was huge on soaps. My yeah. mom was, that was it. You better not breathe a word that's going to interrupt her soap operas from 11 o'clock in the morning until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You shut your mouth and go in your room. like that with almost any sci-fi show she watches. She shut wants your mouth, go in your room, and leave me alone. Yep. Yeah. No, she has, she demands silence. Yes, Jeannie Francis. That's who he's married to. So it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me that she's really. Oh, good she was in with, North and South. Yeah, it's a miniseries. Yeah, no, which is something that. else my mom watched a they lot. Made us, of... They made us watch that in high school. Really? You yes. got that one? I had to watch Glory, which was very. It's uh, Gene Hackman and Martha Matthew Broderick, isn't it? Or not Gene Hackman. Mm, uh, it's Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And, yeah, and Matthew Broderick. And Matthew Broderick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now I they won't that. let you watch that stuff in school. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, because they can't admit that it happened. Or if they do, they can't admit what it meant. Never mind. I almost went political. Never mind. Let's just take it. <laughs> there was thunder here, and Shannon just jumped out of her mind. <laughs> because it echoed like crazy in my ears. Like, oh, yeah, that? that's it's called a sound repeat echo. Wow, that was loud. Yeah. Um, it was cool, though. It's about to rain in Texas. Thank we God. need it. Wow. Thank God. Yeah, we need it. Thank God, yeah. So that I, I would imagine, yes, they're friends. Yeah. So, so but it, I, well, nobody really thought until you got um, Lower Decks that a Star Trek comedy would work. Oh, I can totally though. see Troy doing comedy. Oh, sure. I mean, it, hell, She's that's got basically the dry what humor. You, that's what you got out of um, oh, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Um, she, why am I forgetting a blank on the name of the show? Started with an O. Orville? Orville, yes. <laughs> Never watched it. It was really good. For a, for a couple of seasons, it out-Star trek Star Trek. Okay, but you know the type of comedy that I like and the way I don't like. 
I I would probably like Lower Decks maybe, but probably probably not. You're not gonna like Lower Decks. It's I would like way Warble. too fast for you. I would like Warble. You don't like it when people speak very fast. Your little Texas Southern drawl can't keep up, and then then Ooh. then you you're like I don't like this, and then you're done. And you don't really like anime either or animation. I do not. No. Like the the worst the best I could get out of you is you liked some Futurama. No, I like the theme song for Futurama. You like Zoidberg. Okay, I like doing work. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. Now the rubber band's on the other claw. Yep, I had that ringtone for the longest time, but that's about the only thing I'm. I am just, just never gonna ever watch South Park. Ain't gonna happen. I hated the Family Guy. Like the first five minutes of the opening where he stumped his toe and he said, "No, I got to mute that shit." Nope. It was the other one. South Park, Family Guy. Uh, I didn't even really like The Simpsons. Just, should, no. should, should I bring up the genius that is Rick and Morty? No, she can't handle that. Either. <laughs> I've never watched that either. There's no way she could handle that. Kayla and I watched that, uh, or watched that. Um, I missed that. That, that kind of can't. Now, I won't watch anything Jim Carrey except for The Grinch. He does marvelous in that movie, but you can't see his face. But his face bothers me. But you put me in front of I Love Lucy, I'll sit there and watch it all day long. So that's slapstick, but he does slapstick too, but it's not the same type. The only one of his I really enjoyed was Liar Liar, but I, my thought on that one is you could put any comedic actor in that movie, and it may not be the same movie, but it works. I was a big fan of The Mask. I liked that one. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. No, that was a good one. Plus, it had young Cameron Diaz, and I was a big fan of that. But see, like like Kim, my sister, she, she can watch that comedy out. She likes um, The Dumb and Dumber. I got halfway to the part where they're drinking their own piss out of the bottle, and I'm done. I've never gone back to it. She'll sit there and laugh at that all night long. Yeah, see, I had a problem with them selling the dead canary to the blind cripple boy. That was a little bit much for me. I would like to have some comedy in, in Star Trek. I mean, I, I think that would be great. And I think Troy could sell it. I think Erica would be great at it. But Spock dead pens it. Well, uh, Chapel would be great at it. Chapel would be great at it. Spock deadpans well, and it's funny because it's Spock and he's deadpanning. I mean, that's that's yes, really I why. Mean, what you have is basically the entire crew teasing Spock over being. Well, like Spock. when the captain says, "I'm all." If you have any suggestions, I'm all ears. Mm-hmm. And and everybody looked at him and smiled. <laughs> Spock didn't get it. So. Yeah, uh-huh. but he loosens up a great deal when Kirk gets there. So, I mean, it takes Pike like a couple of years or five to ten well, years. Well, considering he, he, we he found him in Spock a cave up. during season two of, of Discovery, he's come a long way. True. Spock? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, I, 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 <laughs> you know, I, Spock I, and, I, and, and Pike all came from Discovery. Oh, we had um, number one, too. I'm I'm still personally hell-bent on theory that the reason why after TOS and before the motion picture, Spock goes off to have all his emotions purged on Vulcan is I think Chapel break, broke his heart. Not, not depring. Huh? I, th- I, think, I think right around the end of that series, the part that you didn't see after the series um, went off the air, is Spock left to pring and... Uh, you know, proposed to Chapel, and she turned him down. Aww. So he went back to Vulcan to purge all of his emotions. And hook up with Pring again? No, I think he just went because he he basically what if you when Done you with catch all him women, at huh? the beginning of uh, Star Trek the motion picture is he is just finishing up the ritual of kind of joining uh, Vulcan mysticism of uh, having. I mean, the term for it they use is colonar, which is the final purging of all emotion from the from the psyche. And I think the reason he left Starfleet and went to do that was because Chapel broke his heart. That's my opinion. Uh, that could be. I I don't know. To to me, I I think it'd be the reverse of that. Like like Chapel made a play for him, and he said no. And he he couldn't make anything like Tapring found out about it and he and he either pissed off or or uh, I would hate to piss off Tapring and and uh, he either he either made both of them angry or turned both of them down and once he figured out what he did he was just I like, don't oh, think crap. he would turn down Chapel oh it w- it would if he thought it interfered with his duty 
Yeah, he would do that. He would stupid totally Spock. do that. Yeah, I would turn, Spock. I would turn down the, Chapel to say the, re- the reason why I think he went, he he proposed to her, offered himself to her, and she turned him down, is is because of the fact that he typically wouldn't do that because of his duty. So he gave so much of himself up for her he that when she looked at him and went nope. no, he, uh, he shut down. He and went said, nope. Enough of this, and just went back to Vulcan and decided to purge everything. Well, that is a logical flow. I mean, Spock would that would appeal to him. So I mean, it's it's possible. You know, it's uh, you know who does great comedy would be would be a, like more of Laon, like they did in Star Trek Bingo. That was probably one of my favorite episodes from season one. It's like Christmas, <laughs> I'm surrounded by stupid people. Yes, she's so <laughs> me. I love that character. She's so me. They could not have picked a perfect better a better person for me. Yeah, you want to be Una, but you are Laon. I am Laon. But I aspire to be Una. <laughs> I've been in command. I liked it, but I like Laon better because command doesn't get to play like like Luna does. I didn't like it when I got well, promoted, well, but I liked it when I was the sergeant. Yeah, but the other thing is with the, the actress they got to pick to play Laon, uh, did they not pick an actress that had an excellent resting bitch face? Like me! Like me, I have a great one. I have a great one. It serves me well. Either get out of my way or don't cause me paperwork. That's all it says. That's not all it says, but it is a great one. Well, yeah, that's you, what it says a lot. You do have a, a, a resting Karen face for sure. I'm not a Karen. I said resting Karen face, not Karen. I'm not anything related to a Karen. This, <laughs> this Shannon can be all my bitch by myself. I don't need her. Well, no, no. See, there, there's a difference. You know, you know, you're not a Karen because whereas Karen would freak out and start yelling at somebody, you'd likely just shoot them. Yeah. Paperwork. Uh-huh. Yeah. Paperwork. Beat them severely. Hit them. Yes, I would hit them with my three cell flashlight. Which you just got fixed. But I wouldn't shoot. Uh, where, where, them. But where I wouldn't you... shoot them. It cost too much paperwork. Whereas you've got the Karen who hits you, then falls down and starts whining that you hurt them. Um, you're just going to be Oh, down. honey, I'm going to give you something to cry about. Yeah. Keep, <laughs> keep, keep on squealing. I would love to see a Karen go off in La'an's face. I'd love to see a Karen go off in my face. I've seen that happen. It's not pretty. Oh, with her? No, it's not pretty for her. <laughs> it didn't end well for her. No. <laughs> I've seen that happen, and it's not good for them. Uh, well, the, the closest you saw about that was during Una's trial, where they tried to get her to talk about the fact that she had been originally pissed when she found out that Una was a genetically altered person. Um, it, it, and it turned on them because it was kind of like, yeah, that was my initial reaction. But guess what? Oh, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just you don't want to do that with either. But I'd like to see someone. I'd like to see someone go off on the lawn and. Well, it only happened once. I mean, that's it. That's all you're going to get. I mean, she shot that Romulan chick till she turned to smoke. I mean, I'm just going to say you don't live through it. Adeline Kane, that was her name. Adeline, I can't remember. Anyways, correct hot. me if I'm wrong, but we have not seen the uh, engineer. Not since last episode. Be in engineering, like we've seen her stealing recruitment. Queens. Yeah, we've seen we've her, seen st- her on stealing Klingons. stuff. Yeah, we've seen her, seen her like like you know uh, on old Earth and stuff like that. We haven't seen her engineering anything. Well, we haven't well, seen her well, engineering no, anything. No one, no one's broken the ship yet. True. You not look. You not saw every, Jordy every. Not week. everyone could be Jordy. Yeah, you saw Jordy every week. Mostly and, and once again, you, friend, but you have a, you have an actress like Carol Kane. She's going to basically she's going to be the Guinan or the Whoopi Goldberg of this. You're going to get her every few episodes to say something wise and special, and that's really about it. It was funny. They were doing the meeting in the the uh, uh, ready room there, and and they were going over the mission and everything. And and Janet's like, "Why is Erica there?" And I'm like, what do you mean, "Why is Erica? She's a senior bridge officer." It's like asking why Date is there. He's like, the, oh, same, yeah. the same job. Crusher sit through well, the bridge. Well, she, yeah, was, she, was originally, was she was really originally there to be their shuttle pilot. Okay, right? okay. All right. Correct me if I'm wrong, man. I cannot remember the name of the episode, but 
We've seen that. They use that exact same scene on a different episode where Eric is all excited about going down to the to the to the wave mission. Well, same I, little I, hat, and then everything happened the same, but it was a different episode. I think they're leading into the episode where she gets to like you know uh, smuggle these uh, shuttlecraft into some sort of planet in, in there, and it's just, it's finally going to be the triumphant opportunity for and, her to leave the well, ship. I know that, but what I'm talking about is this exact same scene where she's getting ready and she's all excited and she puts on a little hat and then she walks down with the crew yeah, and then, I, I, they're, and then they're, something they're, happens they're, and she had to stay. Yeah, that exact they're, they're same creating, thing They're creating a um, shit, I forgot the term all of a sudden. I had it in my head. <laughs> I just think they're using the same scene again. It's not... It's. It, it, Oh, uh, I can remember. People. They're creating a trope. They're they're creating a trope. Don't say old people like you're not just two months older than me. <laughs> I am they're old creating people a, as well. They're they're creating a running joke or a trope that she always wants to get an opportunity to leave the ship, and every time she does, something she has to happens. stay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so ship. when she finally does get to leave the ship, she's going to end up doing something really cool and awesome just because it's kind of like I finally got my chance. Yeah, it's like killing Kenny in South Park. Yeah. Right. They always kill Kenny. Actually, I remember that. See? Beavis and Butthead. That's yeah. the other we're, one we're, I've watched. And she, and she apparently has a thing with hats. Like me. I wear hats everywhere I go. No? Only since the stroke. No. I, now, wear see, my you, Dallas, I wear my Dallas ball cap every day. You, you know, if you, you could always cut your hair like hers. There you go. Have at it. No. Get them sides shaved in a reverse bowl cut thing looking deal with a, you know. Everything. Look, I'm happy that my mullet is finally growing out <laughs> to where it looks like something from the 80s. And if I put enough gel in it, it looks like I did it on purpose. Not that is that, true. And it's hiding the, the stapled scar and it, it's finally getting good. Finally, after six months, it's growing back. Yeah, it looks fine. It does look like you've done it on purpose now. You have enough hair. There's like four inches of hair there. That's a lot of hair right there. See, in I Texas, know. you can get away with that. And when I yeah. take my hat off that I wear all day long, it's like sticking up everywhere. It's like crazy. It but, does. It does look a little Frankenstein's bride. If if you, yeah, that's you've got four inches of hair. Yeah. Well, considering this time six months ago, I had like nothing there. Yeah, yeah. So. It's, it's very annoying. I know. Do you remember what you said to me in the hospital room? Look, you keep bringing that up. I like to say it. You're like, haha! Now you have a now you have a bald spot as just as big as mine. Actually, yours was way bigger than mine. <laughs> and I said, haha! Look who's growing hair back and who's not. <laughs> well, you know what he was kind of hoping was that you're just going to shave that side of your head and tattoo the scar so you'd look like Natalie Dormer from The Hunger Games. Oh my! I so should have done that, but God, it, it that still would have grown back. There are some people who can pull that off. Uh, Kate I'm not Hudson, one of them. Kate Hudson was not one of them. She she has like a bowling ball shaped head. I'm not one of them work. either. I'm too round and chubby. But Natalie Dormer, that looked. I'd look like a caterpillar with the things on the side. So <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't pull it off. I couldn't pull like a caterpillar, like the one from Bugs Life. <laughs> oh God, that's all I can see now. Guten Tag. Yeah, yeah, that's so me right now. <laughs> Actually, I look, I once worked with a physician who I swear was the voiceover for that character. It was the funniest thing. He was a German guy, very very high pitched voice, and it was kind of like, oh my. Wouldn't it be God. like the the voice I, from um, Frozen, the guy that was selling ice skates? Hans. I, well, I, Hello. I kept Hello. I kept waiting for him since he was a plastic surgeon to look at somebody and go, "You're a beautiful butterfly." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so the caterpillar from Bugs Life, and if I shaved my head, it would no. <laughs> it's be it'd be so much no. <laughs> and I I'm sure Shannon won't get this reference, but I've told Sean more times than not that I'm 99.9 percent sure that I know Lou. You know what? Lou. There's Sean a, knows who I'm talking about. Yeah, there's a guy who writes into WA named Lou, and Lou is the most New York sounding New Yorker. He uses words like use or use guys. I work with one of those. He's he starts, in New Jersey. Yeah, he starts sentences like you want I should do this, you know, like 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 a Jersey or New like York. Like not word. completing the sentence? You want I should go take care of that? 
You know, like that's that's how he talks, and it's very stunted, and he and he talks a little bit like this because his his consonants are a little and bit. I, and I Italian. and I know a and I know a New Jersey doctor originally from Brooklyn who knocked up a stripper to uh, talks just like that. Who knocked up a stripper? Okay. Uh-huh. You want I should go get a pregnancy test? <laughs> like that's 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 how that's how Lou would be. It, it, it was really funny when I was we were talking to his uh, talking to him about parenting and his response was yeah I gotta be careful I gotta keep my gut off my kid off the pole I, that's where I found her mother after all <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so obviously a daughter <laughs> it's obviously, <laughs> yes well that's well that's debatable nowadays so anyways like, <laughs> sorry I took that one in a way different direction um, believe Trek. me my head went there went too it's okay you never know what's on the pole anymore so let's keep going. <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> it's not always slippery. Uh, nurse Chapel on a pole. To preying on a pole. Uh, I don't think... ear honey on a pole. I don't. Think... I'm here for it, Jake. Vulcan I'm here for okay. it. Oh, no, 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 Sean, Sean, I'm I'm officially proposing an episode. I'm sure no one listens. No one uh, of importance listens, so it'll never happen. But I'm proposing an episode that I think both of you will get on board with. I think that we need an episode where all the women have to go undercover at a Ferengi strip club. 100% we need that episode. <laughs> well, one, that's kind of like, no. But on the other, I'm like all for it. <laughs> kind of sexist, kind of not. But I'm not kind of all for it. Okay. So, can can my pony and honey be in it? Because that's all I really want. I don't think Vulcan's pole dance. She's all that matters. I don't think they pole dance. What reason would they have to pole dance? I can think of because <laughs> it's it. Well, yeah. Other than other than Pon hey, Far, hey, they wait, 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 they don't wait do that. In in um, Picard, they managed to find a Vulcan who had logically come up with the reason as to why he needed to be a mob boss. I'm sure they can come up with a Vulcan who found the logical reason as to why she needed to be a pole dancer. You say mob boss, and all I'm thinking is is from Zootopia. <laughs> no, but you're you're what Pink. I'm talking about the the, the guy uh, the 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 Vulcan mob boss in uh, uh, the the last season of Picard that Worf and Raffi ran into. Oh, uh, yeah, the one down it, on the planet with the free. Yeah, and it was kind of like I can't believe there's a Vulcan mob boss, and he came up with this. I don't even remember what it was, but he came up with this huge, like, ultra explanatory logical reason for being a mob boss. It was kind of like, well, there's your Vulcan mob boss. Um, so I'm I'm sure if they can do that, they can come up with one that has a logical reason as to why she needs to be a pole dancer. Romulans, Romulans could do pole dancing. In fact, I'm pretty sure they do. Hey, didn't hey, maybe, disco that no, no. one. Isn't Romulan she dude? Romulan? To bring? No, the pointy-eared honey. I thought we. Well, yeah, no, no, but see, the the pointy-eared honey is likely two or three years old at this point. Mm. You're always bursting my bubble, Jake. Now, with that said, now with that said, I'm sure we can convince to bring to pretend to be a Romulan for this for the strip club. There's always cosplay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm. Pretty sure <laughs> Vulcans saying. do not cosplay as Romulans on for fun. I don't know. They kind of look the same, so it's okay. Well, they are cousin species. See, I mean, as they, I said, they, yeah. they were, it can totally work. Hey, hey, we, we need can. someone to pretend to be a Romulan. Uh, Spock, call your wife. <laughs> and send down a little on to the supervisors. Anyways, we're getting off topic here real bad because now I'm having images and, and we need to move <laughs> on from this topic. I, I kind of did that on purpose. I know, and then you told well, she's only a couple of years old. You're always bursting my bubble, Jake. Come on now. Well, I'm sure they still have strip clubs 150 years later. I am pretty sure Chapel has been on a pole before. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's that's a skill she has. I'm not only am I pretty sure that she's been on a pole, but I'm sure that um, uh, uh, Ortega was liquored up down there with dollar bills. Yeah, I was going to say she was down there with gold press rat- latinum making it rain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I could see that just because it's more fun. Yeah. No, it's it's totally how that would go. Well, and Spock was off somewhere. Get... Spock was off somewhere not getting drunk going. I don't get it. Yeah. Exactly. My blood. What's it? No. Muggle. No, not muggle. What was the Klingon drink he was drinking? Oh, blood wine. Blood Blood wine. wine. (laughs) Not prune juice. 
<laughs> a warrior's drink. That was warm. Yeah. yeah. A warrior's drink. See, they should introduce the Klingons to prune juice. They should. It'd be all good. Maybe, right in the middle maybe, of battle, maybe, they're all taking that's poop. Why the, maybe that's why the Klingons are so angry and always fighting. They're all constipated. They're all constipated. They're all constipated. <laughs> they just need to go around and here and have, have your daily prune juice. Yeah, and Worf is all like the elder statesman of them because he had prune juice. And because he's regular. regular. Yeah, he's regular. <laughs> Makes you feel better, you know? That's that's why Worf got all peaceful in his old age. We're going to die. <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> See? All that, a prune juice regimen. He ha- he lifts his, his warrior ways, and it's fine. Hell, going back to uh, Next Generation, you know, when uh, Kim Peck died, the, uh, the um, head of the council, I mean, I, he looked pretty constipated. Not as constipated as the admirals who ate the little bug. True. I hated those. I hated that episode, but I still remember it. I hated those. They didn't really do a whole lot with those either. Like little scorpions? Well, yeah, yeah they they implied some overarching, you know, um, conspiracy that they never flushed out. Yeah, they never revisited that. They're just like, the highest levels of the, of the admiralty are affected, and then one guy explodes... And then that was the end of the story. And then that was the end of the story. That is a is a Star Trek reset. That is is a one off alien of the week type thing. Okay? You can do that when you have twenty two episodes per season. However, we have exactly six, six left. episodes left to get a Gorn War and hopefully and this is just that's, my hope. That's the arc that they're gonna have. They're gonna have the Gorn War. I'm hoping that that is true. However, I really do want to see Captain Angel again. Yeah. Oh, she was the best. She was like treacherous, probably going to kill you, may make out with you a little bit. He was the best, huh? Wandered, wandered around and... Stop it. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Um, wandered around and... and, and uh, yeah, like you knew they were going to betray everyone when they're wandering around in a black skin suit like you know in, St- in star <laughs> trek you know that's that's the bad guy that's the bad guy right like they marked it. it's like the old westerns they marked the bad guy with a black hat good guy gets a white hat if you were walking around in sp- black spandex in star trek you are a bad guy period this is pretty much how it goes yeah but, but i don't think we're gonna we're, we're not getting that character back they said they were. They said we were. Who said that? The the showrunner said this will not be the last time you see Captain Angel. Hmm. We'll see about that. Well, we only well, got I mean, six episodes. So it might not be this we, season. We, we need a Captain Angel episode. We need the Boimler Mariner episode, and we need at least two Gorn War episodes. So there's. Four. I think the arc that they're going to leave us with this season is going to be the Gorn. I think they already. I mean, they already foreshadowed that when the, the first episode, when Admiral... Yeah, Admiral, but we're yeah. talking about the April. fact that Star Trek in, introduced an entire conspiracy that they never flushed out. I mean, they could have just said Gorn War at the beginning just to give you something to think about and never do anything with it. Whatever they're going to do, it's got to be more than what they just did this past episode. Well, you have <laughs> not liked anything but the first episode this season. There's six more. Look, I am a Trekkie, but I am harsh on it, and it's got to be the right kind of You trek. are harsh on everything, but especially on Trek. Although, you did like Picard Season 3. Oh, my God. It was amazing. That was that was your speed. That was definitely That's because those are my peeps. Well, that is indeed true. However, um, I would suggest that you have enough time to do some really cool stuff left here. And honestly, I tell you, again, I've said this before. If it, if it wasn't for the fact that I grew up with Picard and that's my captain, Pike is my new captain. I like this crew just as much as I like the TNG. I like watching Picard. I would not serve under Picard because he's going to wind up with a big ethical dilemma that we all have to talk about and do homework and write papers on. Um, <laughs> Pike is just going to do the right Pike's thing. Pike's just going to shoot from the hip. Yeah, he's just going to do the right thing. With and his hair fine. sticking up the entire... He won't even... His hair won't even drop. His hair has never been messed yeah. up. It's been fantastic. I do have to I do have to admit, you have not seen anybody on... Uh, with the exception of Spock, who, since is a science officer, it's his job. You have not seen anybody having to do research on this ship yet. 
Yeah, we don't sort of do homework here. You know, we have parties. Captain Grill's out. It's very casual type time. Very, I'm like super on board with with Pike's captaincy. Um, like when Picard invites you to his quarters, it's, it's for some Earl Grey tea hot. Yeah, it's always heavy. And croissants. It's always you know cerebral. Actually, Beverly's the one he invited to have food with. <laughs> yeah, I bet you that's what he invited for her. Yeah, for. But, that's what they had. Uh, although they had an entire child, that's what they had. <laughs> So that's a major coffee <laughs> croissant right there. Oh, well, he gave her a croissant. Uh, but An apple croissant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next topic. Hey, if you really want to go there, cream-filled eclair. <laughs> okay, moving on. Before I have to go places. <laughs> moving on. He is French, you know. Engaged by croissant. I mean... I, you don't know. You don't know what the actual thing is. But I would still serve under Pike instead of Picard. Do you think Picard at the last moment screams engage? Engage! <laughs> giving it all she got, Captain. <laughs> all right, this is taking a turn. <laughs> oh my god, I don't have protection. Are you wearing your shields? And the answer Beverly had for him was no. No. <laughs> no. So, All right, guys. Do you guys have anything else about Among the Lotus Eaters? <laughs> nothing That's a weird title for a name of an episode. Look, I'm going to be good, extremely good. Okay, we're just going to leave it right there. Dissect Among the Lotus Eaters. Do All right, dissect, because... dissect. The lotus insect? Okay. You're looking at me like I didn't get the joke. I got it. I'm just avoiding you from going down a, a lane that I knew you were going to go. So just... I don't go down that lane every hey, time. I, I, I will take credit for the lane that we drove down this time. It was my fault. See, it's Jake's fault. Not, I didn't do it. Yet. Uh-huh. All right. So. I don't have uh, anything else. We look forward to episode five. Uh, we some we've seen, yeah we've seen some things that uh, have not happened from the trailers yet so I'm really hoping like Jake that we get the Mariner Boimler episode soon because I want to see that uh, also I hope there's a Gormor but those will be the last couple episodes uh, maybe. somebody be kidnapped and they gotta chase after the galaxy to get them back well they gotta get it on a cliffhanger somehow. Season one was really, really well done with that. So I, I don't know. I don't know how season two is gonna, gonna end up. They gotta, they gotta end it like with Captain Pike doing another great speech, like he did at the first season. That was a great speech. All right, guys, we will see you next time for episode five, season two, episode five. Y'all be good. Bye, guys. Bye. This has been an episode of the Strange New Worlds Fancast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being with us. If you'd like to hear more shows like this one, you can find us at strangenewworlds.podbean.com for more podcasts on Strange New Worlds. If you'd like to contact us, you can hit us up via email at strangenewworldsfancast at gmail.com or on Twitter at trek underscore worlds. We are a part of the Lone Wolf podcast network and hear more of this cast and other casts like it you can check us out at lonewolfpodcasts.com once again thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time